Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Diamonds Rough podcast. Join with Ryan. Hey, um, Mom. <laughs> we did uh, Eastern Conference preview, uh, which should be up now. Now we're doing the West, the more fun conference. Um, I am ranked 1 to 15, but I'm going to do the same thing. I categorized them. So there's five categories of all the teams trying to group them together. And we'll talk about it. Sound good, Ryan? Sounds great. I was trying to look at the standings from last year, but the season has just begun. So it has just begun. They are gone. Uh, they are gone. Lakers Nuggets currently going on. I'm watching baseball on the side here, but let's get to it. So first category, same as last week, uh, the East, the no shot teams. I got Portland, Utah, and Houston. Um, Portland. Pretty simple. They traded their best player, Dame. Uh, they got a bunch of assets that I think will be traded at the deadline. I'm looking at Brogdon, looking at Robert Williams. They did get Aiden. We don't know what that means. Maybe they try to boost the stock. Maybe it's a part of their future. But Portland made it very clear the direction they're going is with Scoot Henderson and probably Shaden Sharp. It's probably the direction. No Simons? You don't want to? Uh, I mean, Simon's a sign long-term. I just don't know if early on they realize we can't do the two small guards in the NBA anymore. True. I do think I saw a hot take yesterday that said the Blazers would lose in the second round of the playoffs. But, like, to build off that, obviously, like, I'm not claiming that take. Um, But... The West, there's no teams in the West that I can be like, there's no shot compared to the East. Like, even, like, look how good Utah was last year to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, even Port, like, Portland could be crazy. Like, they're, like, just how we talked about the Nets. Like, they're so deep. They're so long. Aiden could be a powerhouse, and they have a lot of scoring. But in terms of how stacked the West is, I do agree with that. Who was it there? It was Utah and Houston. Houston, yeah. I even talked about it in the last podcast we did. Um, Ime Adoku and Houston with that group of, I want to say men, but children is like crazy. <laughs> like, not that I'm like mature myself, but like, it's just crazy to me. Yeah. They're so talented, though. Like, I find it like, Last time I was saying, like, they have had a top three pick in the past or top four pick in the last four drafts, and they have done well on every single pick. Like, Jalen Green, he's a good player. He may not, like, be there forever. He's a good player. Jabari Smith, unbelievable. Like, it before Paulo, people were having Jabari go one to the Magic, mm-hmm. and I think they got him at three, so – and the Thompson kid, but you're right. Like, they're just going to be fun to watch. They're going to be, like, overtime elite in the NBA. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're going to have fun out there and have a lot of dunks. I do want to say, I think they had a great offseason, believe it or not. I think finally moving so on. So what's their offseason other than Fred? Fred, Dylan Brooks, oh, and man. getting rid of Kevin Porter Jr., honestly. Okay. I, I just think he is not the guy you want to have the ball. I am a little worried in the fact of, like, they're just wings, <laughs> right, Or uh, in guards like Thompson, Jalen Green, Van Vliet. Uh, Dylan Brooks can play the three. Um, I can't play, I forgot they got Dylan Brooks. 80, 80 for four. I just think they're trying to build something, and for the first time it's trying to go in a direction rather than let's just get another pick, let's just get another pick. And I also like Shingun. I'm a fan of him. Um, oh, they're center. They're center. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, uh, I think it's Alfred Shingun. Oh, um, like Grab Rangoon? Turkish. Um, no, he's very good. They're going to win games. But it's just like maturity as well as coaching. And like who really wants to take the last shot and everything. Yeah, me saying like it, no shot for them was the toughest because I'm like, now they have the vets and guys who have won in the past. And although there's the Idoka stuff, I think combining him, coach. 
combining him with Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks, that's a clear identity of toughness. I know. And that's going to win some games. And I, I love the potential of Jalen Green. Well, we put, maybe it's the year he puts it together, you know? When the Celtics play the Rockets, the final is going to be like 140 to 138. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It they everything you said is true. Like they're gonna be competitive. Um I just don't know. Like like you just said about the Blazers, two small guards. Can they do it? Yep. And then with Utah, to me, I just think it's a year too soon. Yeah, and they don't have anyone. Like Laurie, think... Laurie's in the front lines of Finland right now. No, he's gonna be playing. He'll be playing. Oh, I know, I know. He, he I, was, I was just doing that for our listeners for, for the for the of meme. Yeah. Um but Colin Saxon uh, hasn't I don't know. He's what like he is. He's just a scorer. I don't know. Man, Sexton's gonna be pushed to the back, man. I have so much stock in the rookie they got, Keontae George. He, I mean, he was a lead at Baylor. I he love is so good. He fell to them. He did. You, you know, think he's going to start? I think by the end, I gotta Utah is going to try to get some losses, and they'll put the young guys in for experience. Also got Taylor Hendricks, another guy I really like. I love yeah, Walker I know Kessler. That Jordan Clarkson. They got John Collins, too. I mean – they have guys. It's just to me, they're gonna they're gonna boost those guys up. They might sell them at the deadline, and then they're yeah. going young squad. Give them the Kelly Olynyk. Olynyk will be gone. He'll be. They gone. have um, Taylor Horn Tucker, and I think it's just so funny. Like <laughs> LeBron literally just like tweets and like hypes up his teammates after they have a good game, just to like boost their trade value. Yeah, which like, <laughs> like but. Yeah, no, I would say the Jazz will are on paper are the worst team in the West. Like mm. the Rockets as well as Blazers have more talent. The only reason I disagree is Utah's a great coach in Will Hardy. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like talent. Oh, oh roster. Yeah. Talent and roster. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I would I would agree. I, with that. I definitely it's so tough because like they're both young with rookies, and it's like, what are we gonna get out of this guy? Like, I love Scoot, my favorite guy in the draft. Wemby should have gone one, but Scoot to me was the obvious two. Wemby is so good, it's like scary. It's absurd. Did you see that one steal he got and then the dunk? They measured like that one step and swipe. It's a nine-foot radius he covers. Oh, he like blocked a Wiggins like step back three too. Like it was nothing. Not not gambling advice, but I took the I think it's twenty to one odds on DPOY for him. Someone put fifty thousand to win a hundred dollars that he would go first overall. <laughs> Thank God it's money. Uh, you ever seen Space Jam? Like when all the little aliens the go stretch. to the game. No, oh. but they they all go to the game to like take the powers of like Charles Barkley or whatever. And they're all standing on top of each other, and there's this really tall person in a peacoat. Mm-hmm. That is what Victor is. Yeah, like they literally it's, put him. In, it's you. Well, you agree on those no shot teams, though? I think Houston yeah. might be the only one where, like, no shot, but I wouldn't. No, none of them are making the playoffs. Right. I would say Blazers have the best chance, but we'll get on to the next next uh, one bracket. These are. The wild card teams, and I have a lot of wild card teams. I'm looking at the West Conference. There's a lot of teams. That I have like, 11. I have 11, honestly, 12 that I could see making one of the top 10. Yeah. So Let's my see. wild cards, Grizzlies. I have yeah. the Timberwolves. I have, believe it or not, the Spurs. I have the Mavericks and the Pelicans. So let's start with the Grizzlies. Grizzlies is pretty clear. They made a trade to acquire Marcus Smart, and John Morant has a 25-game suspension to start the season. Nothing. They also started off great last year and then had a really ugly end with John Morant's incidents. They couldn't win games because Steven Adams was hurt. 
Jaron Jackson can't play the center, and then they lose pretty easily to the Lakers in their first-round matchup. They can win without Jaw, though. They've proved that. They they have. There are a bunch of stats to prove that Jaw, I'm not going to say makes them worse, but there's yeah. certain areas they improve when he doesn't play. Mm. But the big wild card to me as to why the Grizzlies could be better is Marcus Smart's proven that he <laughs> – no, seriously, like he's proven that he can help teams be better just by his presence in terms of hustle, his defense, his leadership. I personally don't think it's a good idea having him as your leader if you're trying to win a championship. But as far as regular season, making that jump, Marcus Smart, I think, to Memphis was a great spot for him if it wasn't the Celtics. Yeah, he, it's honestly no disrespect, but. No disrespect to Marcus, but he's just a better Dylan Brooks in every aspect. You think he's a better Dylan Brooks? I mean, he can score better. Yeah. He can play defense better. Uh, slightly better. I don't know about that anymore simply because of age. I think Marcus Smart's defense is might be worse than last year. And last year wasn't that great. I think Dylan Brooks just took a lot of crap because of how he acted right like i don't think he's getting destroyed as much if he didn't act like that right no of course of course the whole thing is when you talk like that and then you perform like that and then you're not doing post-game interviews because of it and like that's the whole but like who would you rather have on your team marcus Smart or dylan brooks marcus Smart. um come on use that celtics bias it's it's tough. I'm gonna be real with you. Okay, well, we'll just end it's that close, up. right? I can, simply to me, I think Marcus Smart, and he might prove me wrong and just average like 20 and make the Grizzlies. He's better. listening right now too. I think I think he might be heading to the decline. I think his best basketball was two years ago. Last year, I yeah. saw a drop off. I'm expecting another drop off. I'm happy he won Defensive Player of the Year, but I agree with you. I would like to. Talk about the man, the myth, the legend, Derrick Rose on the Grizzlies. That is. I saw a thing today. No Eastern Conference point guard has made the all-NBA team or all-NBA first team since Derrick Rose in 2011. Hmm. That is crazy. That's interesting. But, no, they have veterans. There's so many, like – I wish I could see how many games they won, but I say they probably win 40-something games. Um, spoiler alert, because I will post my 1-15. to 15. Right now, and it's subject to change, I have them as the 11. Might be a yeah. little wild take, but... It's so much can happen. There's just so many good teams, man. Yeah. Next right, team, well. I had Timberwolves. And they're trading cat. He's going, he's gone. So that that's the thing. Like, look to me, big Anthony Edwards guy. And I put value into the team USA stuff, just being around really good players, the best coaches. And he showed he was the best guy on that team. And it wasn't close. I know. I like, he was dominating. He's my, He's I've always liked him. I had Jalen Brown a little above him, like in terms of who I like the most, but he's he's gonna be he's already so good, but their new jerseys are fire. Not that that contributes to their record. I think it does. I think it does. <laughs> the Celtics New Jerseys are disgusting, so yeah, I don't want to contradict us on that, but they destroyed themselves draft or trading for Gobert. Like that might go down as like the Deshaun Watson. Trade really, really bad trade, especially taking into account that look, one piece of the trade was Walker Kessler, and I think the Timberwolves would rather would rather Walker Kessler than Rudy Gobert. Here's what I will say: I think Rudy Gobert fits with the T Wolves better than Cat does. Yeah, who who did they? What was the D'Lo trade? They got Mike Conley. Oh yeah, okay, and a pick. It was it was like they got rid of a big name, but someone who fits them better in Mike Conley. I think the Timberwolves have a lot of guys I do like. It's just this Go Bear Cat thing. 
where it's kind of like one of them needs to go and we just need to accept that Ant's the guy and however far he can take him is how far he can take him. Yeah, I definitely don't. Well, they'll probably re-sign him after his rookie contract because he get the most. They already did, Ant. They did? Yeah, five years, yep. Oh, but like, yeah, they – but like say you trade Cat, like what are you getting back? Is it going to be more than what you gave for Gobert? Like, I mean, the only slightly. I mean, in a, in a deal I can immediately think of is like Knicks, and you're getting like RJ Barrett and guys like RJ and Anthony. If, if you're trading Cat, you're taking the loss, and you're just saying we need this isn't working. We need to shift it, right? Ooh, That's what you're you, doing. Wait, I'll, do you trade Cat for Julius Randle and like role players and picks? That's actually not that it's a bad. Better fit for them. Even the Knicks, though, like Brunson and Cat. I think it makes more sense for both teams, but but we'll get on to that. What's your like, next? Uh, Spurs. And to me, it's the fact that they have this absolute freak in Victor Wembanyama, and I think people aren't taking into account how impactful he's going to be defensively for the Spurs. It it wouldn't surprise me if they were the bet one of the best defensive teams in the league. I'm like so like I will dominate people with the Spurs. Like the roster they have right now in 2K, like or just in general, like they have Sochan playing the point guard, building off of your defensive statement. Like it's gonna be a very good defensive team. They said the starting lineup will be Sochan Sohan, I think. Is that how they say it? He's at the point, Keldon Johnson. I believe Vassell, Wemby, and Zach Collins. Yeah, it's a yeah. big starting lineup. The, the question is, Kel- where's the scoring coming from, right? That's so I have that answer. Keldon Johnson and Vassell or Devin Vassell, whatever. They, if they were on a bigger market team, they would be more noticeable. Or like on a good team, they're good scores. Not like you're hoping they can combine for forty a game. Yeah, my Which, thing with this team is it's just like. So what what was their who's their four? If Victor's five. No, they have Victor as the four. All right, who's five? Zach Collins. Who's okay. serviceable, but he's yeah. also injury prone. So who knows what you're gonna yeah. get out of him? Well, I not to change this well, not really change the subject, but I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but the Spurs for some reason picked that like Josh Paramo from Alabama. Oh, like Josh Primo. Yeah, dumb. he was 12th overall. And then he was, like, making the trainer touch his nuts or something. So, like, they kind of whiffed on that. Yep. But they obviously have – they have the best coach. And they got – they got literally a cheat code. Like, I saw a video of Victor last year was, like, the GM of his team. He would have to set up and, like, sweep up after and before games. Like, now he only has to focus on basketball. He's gonna significantly get better. I'm so in on Wembenyama. Yeah. I think he's gonna be so impactful, even though his rookie year. I will say the depth's a little lacking on the Spurs, but yeah, to me, they're yeah. a wild card because they could just be one of the best defensive teams, and they're one of the best coach teams. So who knows? Next, Mavericks for obvious reasons. They have Kyrie. Who knows what's gonna happen with that? I mean, do I need to like? Wait, I gotta take for you. I gotta take. I okay. feel like you'll agree with this. Luca is the white James Harden. Yeah. Like, I don't think that team – that team's not deep at all. They gave but, up a lot. But. Well, they, to me, had a great offseason other than extending Kyrie Irving. Truthfully, I I made a so podcast me, when the Kyrie Irving trade happened because for those who don't know, Luca's probably my – favorite player even though it pisses me off he doesn't like take the offseason seriously hopefully this is the year who Kyrie no Luca I'm saying take oh, the offseason seriously yeah. but I thought the Kyrie trade was good in the sense of you show Luca you're trying you give him another star to play with and if it doesn't work out you don't extend them and you have like 90 mil in cap or something yeah or 60 mil then they extend them and like well now it's a bad trade <laughs> yeah I think it's so funny, like, Kyrie lies so much and so blatantly. Like, obviously, the videos of the Celtics, Cavs, but, like, 
him saying he wanted Dallas to draft him, like, we're on to you. But yeah. they have a dude, Jaden Jaden Hardy. Yep. He's going to be a beast. I don't know if you saw the video of his laugh, but they were saying it's, like, oh, worse it's, than Kawhi. Yeah, it was. It was scary. It was, like, Halloween scary. <laughs> but they did lose. I mean, they lost a lot of put, like, Wood, Hardaway. Okay. Jimmy Smith. I'm not big on Christian Wood. I never have been. Neither was his girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> um, casuals are not but, even I hate that term. But, but no, they they kept Hardaway. They kept so who do they get? They got Grant and they who? got Grant. They've drafted Derek Lively and Omax. Oh. They still and Seth Seth Curry was actually massive because that's one of the few players who like works with Luca. Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of done with that team. Wait, that team really well, isn't. I think they make good moves. It's just like you have Kyrie. I can't trust it. It's not even that. It's just like there's only one person can shoot the ball at a time. Yeah. And they're both defensive liabilities. So what you got next? And then my final team in the wild cards, pretty obvious, it's the Pelicans. So the Thunder aren't in here. I like this. Thunder um, have their own category. Okay. And it might be a spicy one. We'll get to it. Uh spicy. Um Pelicans on paper always been disgusting. Always been the best team. Like if Zion ever played a full season, I would love to see it happen. That's the the trade for DJ McCollum was unbelievable. Um Brandon Ingram needs to maybe smoke a little less, but I love it. I like <laughs> um they're deep. I feel like they're coached well. Who's their coach? Willie Green? Yeah. Um, Valanchunas. And you have Val- Valanchunas is a very, I would say, more than serviceable big man. Something else I want to say. They have an associate head coach. So, like, almost like a co-head coach. And it's James Borrego, who, for those who don't know, coached the Hornets and, to me, is amazing. I can't believe they fired him. Yeah. So, I think like, their you need coaching to get out of the Hornets. Great. Um, so what's their five? Let's hear their five. CJ, it's going to be CJ. You're looking at Trey Murphy, although I think he had a procedure and may miss like four weeks. He's they draft always. But wait, who did they get this year? They got the best player. They, who was the got, pick? they got someone elite. Oh, I forget. They got Jordan Hawkins. Yes, that's a perfect pick for them. He went like 16 or something. Uh, 14 it was. Yeah. You're looking at yeah, that's a DJ, perfect pick. Oh. Trey Murphy, Brandon Ingram, Zion, and they still have Valanciunas. And then on the bench, you got guys like Alvarado, Herb Jones, maybe Dyson Daniels takes a jump. Someone I was big on in the draft last year. You have Trey Murphy starting. Nance. Trey Murphy's great. I, but he's like 6'10. So he's playing. Uh, yeah, he's a two. He's, yeah. Okay. I mean, they're deep. They're loaded. It's strictly you take Zion away. It's not that good because they just don't have a star and it's tough to compete. But if Zion plays, we saw it last year. But Ingram's kind of a star, no? He is, but he, it's the he, he's a no. Team. I agree. I agree. But it's he like, could. I don't know. I mean, I you just look last year when they were healthy, they were the best team in the league by far. They're so fun to watch too. You just need Zion to freaking play. Yeah. All right, we'll go to the next category. This is – they didn't necessarily get worse, but I'm having them as they're dropping off due to the West being so strong. Let's hear it. I have the Kings, and I have the Clippers. Okay. Both teams didn't really make moves. The Kings, I think the – almost – I was just going to say, for some reason, when I was thinking of the Clippers, I was thinking, like, Chris Paul was still on their team. I, like, completely forgot because they never play that Kawhi and Paul George are on the same team. Yeah. and that... Didn't you over. I will discuss the Kings, but I feel like the Clippers, like, would be so cool if it works out. But we'll see. This is probably one of the best teams they've had since they've got Paul George and it, is Kawhi. it? I mean, it, it's always been phenomenal. Oh, not that I can disagree, but they're like so high on Terrence Mann 
And Ross is going to get better, obviously. By the way, speaking of the man you mentioned earlier, Josh Primo's on the team. <laughs> Ty Lue, baby. Who's their center? Zubac. Bill Zubac. They still have Mason Plumley. Sick. <laughs> Look, I mean, we know it. It's do Kawhi and PG play? Do they even know how to play together? I do like Bones Highland, but. But but like do do Kawhi and PG even know how to play together? Serious question. I don't know. I'm honestly just done with them. Fuck the Clippers. I said when that trade them. happened, I was like the most excited I've ever been. I'm I'm just done Paul. with this team, dude. Yeah. All right, we'll talk Kings. The Kings, I think you said it best. They didn't the West just got better, but I really like their team. I think a lot of like not that last. Last year was a fluke, but a lot of teams are going to guard them differently this year. Well, that's the thing. I almost think they weren't taken seriously, and that's how they yeah. got all the way up to a three seed. I just don't. They're not. I know. I can guarantee they're not going to be a three seed. Right? I could see them at the six. Yeah, that six to maybe play in type. Range. I love De'Aaron Fox. I I think I mentioned it last pod, but like when I look at teams to take a jump. It's like, what's the X factor? I don't know the X factor for the Kings. Like, how much better can Fox and Sabonis and Monk be? Like, you know I what I'm saying? X, yeah, I, it's probably shooting. Like, Your X factor is probably just Keegan Murray. True. He had a great rookie year. Great rookie year. But again, Somehow Harrison Barnes, like, still gets – not that he's bad, but, like, it's crazy. I feel like – He's so old. Like they said, I was watching the Lakers game. They said this is Anthony Davis's twelfth season. Like that just destroys childhood. Like Harrison Barnes on UNC was like Michael Jordan. Nice, calls. bro. Nice. Like, and he's always been a serviceable role player. He had a great year for them last year, but yeah, like you said, they're definitely not going to be a three seed. Um, I, well, I think their X factors. They had a. Guy, they signed a dude from Barcelona who was like MVP there, but I don't know how that translates. And also worth mentioning for March Madness fans, they have Jalen Slauson. Remember him? No. Furman? Last year? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Is he white? No, he's not. Yeah. He's he's a light skin. He was actually really good. I was happy he got selected because he had a great... I had them over Virginia, right? That was the 13. I did as well, yeah. Jalen Slauson. So this this is the Thunders category, and I have them as one move away. Love Thunders, one move away. You love the team. Super young. I mean, look. I think when you're thinking... Can a team really compete? What do you need? You need like a top 10 player? I think Shy is a top 10 player, personally. Cool. Giddy love, yeah. was great. Jalen Williams was great. They're getting Chet back, right? There's a bunch of wild cards. They drafted Casey Wallace, who's nice. They have Trey Mann. They have Diang as well, who, who knows what you're going to get from him. And they still have Dort. As well, he's nice. My big thing with this team is you can look. You don't necessarily know what they need, but you know we need another guy if we want to truly compete for a title. Yeah, it depends on what Chet really does. Chet could be a 20-point guy. I think it'll be great. I think he's the thing the team was missing last year. I mean, they had to start the other Jalen Williams, who's like 6'8 at center. They didn't have a center. Yeah. Now Chet's coming back. We'll see the durability thing. But I just think with this team, they're one move away from being a legitimate threat, and we know they can outbid every single team. Mm. I would like DeMar on that team. DeMar? Like, not, like, just cool factor. Like, not that it would take them to the promised land, but, like, that would just be interesting. I mean, you want to talk interesting. (laughs) About, like, Embiid. Embiid. We've already discussed <laughs> our Embiid. I will say... But you see um, what I'm saying, right? Like, you take an elite player and stick him on this team, and it's like, oh, man. Shy, Giddy, Jalen Williams, Chet, and another oh, guy. Oh, exactly. Their GM knows. Oh, they're yeah. They're waiting Presty. for, like, the greatest... They're thinking, like, 
the next LeBron is a sixth grader right now, and they're compiling these picks for this phenom that's coming out. But yeah. I love Shy. Like I've always liked Shy Kentucky Clippers. I just like everyone sucks them now, so it's like it's hard it, for me. Yeah. It's like it's tough, but that team because because it's like we're day one, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like last year. Like he had, he could have won MVP if others weren't playing so well. But he he needed to finish also higher yeah. than ten in the West. They, they are going to be the most interesting team. So we'll yeah, see. I mean that's why I had to put them in their own category. I didn't see them as a wild card. I'm feeling pretty good that they can finish in the top six. That's like the script, though. Like, the yeah, Thunder on the cover of Slant. Like, this is the Thunder's, like, the reason they're coming out, coming out party, maybe this yeah. year. So, then next, I got the title contenders. Pretty self explanatory Warriors, Suns, Lakers, Nuggets. Yeah, I honestly like because they have Steph Curry still, you have to put the Warriors in like, like that conversation, but. I don't know. Their roster doesn't look crazy. They're still going to win a, sh- a bunch of games. Chris Paul and Curry's actually going to be good. Clay's declined so? a lot. Draymond, like I was, I think Draymond was ranked like twenty something or thirtieth in top hundred players. Like he's obviously not that, but he fits their scheme well. The Jordan Poole thing is just so funny. Like I hope they never win a, a ring again because of that. Like I, I want to. I want to ask you because you said the Chris Paul Steph Curry thing will actually work. I want to hear why you think that. Because Chris Paul's a little rat and he'll do anything to win. He'll like nudge, he'll bump. He knows the game so well. And essentially, I'm not saying he's the greatest point guard, but essentially, you have a top five, top six point guard and the greatest shooter of all time. Yeah. How does that not work? And the second greatest shooter of all time. And Looney's going to get 19 rebounds. Yeah. And Chris Paul, like, is going to manage the game. Sometimes, like, Curry doesn't manage the game the best because, like, he's so gassed from having to carry the team in points. But Chris Paul's definitely a better defender. And they're just going to get some ratty wins. I hate Steve Kerr. I feel (laughs) like he did nothing. Like, Mark Jackson was really the one that, like, got Curry and Clay to like actually play their game and then Kerr kind of took in but out of every other team in the conference or that we're about to list I think are better than the Warriors agreed the roster on paper doesn't look good but if you add the like Warriors factor of like the coaching and they always right like Gary Pay was in the G League like six years and then it was like oh he's like one of the biggest reasons they won a title right like stuff like that where it's like you know some of these guys are going to be good, right? Like, Kaminga's bound to take a step, I think. Uh, oh, yeah. Stuff like that, right? Nickname, though. Like, worst nickname in <laughs> Um, That I was seeing, like, this summer. Like, oh, Kaminga's growing. He's, like, 7-2. Oh, uh, yeah, that was and, like Sick, dude. That's like, not true. The fact that he went fourth over – he went fourth over, all right? Seventh. Seventh. And, like, he was getting benched in the finals. I was like, they would smoke us if they put him in. Like, when we were playing them, the Celtics. He's... I think he's really raw, though. I think he's getting there. He had some good minutes in the playoffs last year. I think thir- year three, this is where the Warriors yeah, see. Yeah. are starting to need him. Yeah, so uh, that, I want to bring up a previous take I made. Will and I did a take that was like, who – we think the NBA is always better when there's a villain, right? Someone to root against, but he's just so good. And it was like top five villains if you had to predict, right? I put Kaminga on a list simply because I was like, imagine the Warriors have this crazy dynasty and Steph Curry's on the end of his legs. And then Kaminga averages like 28, 10, and like five. And now they have another star, right? Like that's my whole thing. And it's like, like imagine yeah, so this year or next year, Kaminga's like a huge factor. And it's like, wow, the Warriors just got another guy. True. They the kid they drafted, I don't know his name, but is it he's Paul Ziemski, the Saint Saint Clair guy? He's gonna be. They'll work him in. 
that that was only a good pick like for the Warriors though. I feel yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Like it was that was one of those pick. Same with um Hawkins where it's like if he's picked by the Warriors or Heat, great pick. Otherwise, eh. Yeah, no, I but that's like, like what they are now. They're just gonna pick players around their team. And honestly, they could make a trade throughout the season. Um mm-hmm. what did or we'll get move on, but like what did they get other than Chris Paul for Jordan Poole? Like I feel like they didn't like get really sure much. That was it. That's it. Yeah. That's crazy. Which honestly is that crazy. situation got so bad that I don't blame them. No, of course. And remember sure. on the last pod I was saying he's gonna Paul's gonna average he's gonna have two sixty point games and then he I'm, had like forty. I'm I saw that. I, I did I not text you? I was gonna text you, but like, no, he just got know, forty next, in a preseason game. Seven. Okay. <laughs> but it's, no, I'm like I'm actually excited to watch him, dude. Like him just having the keys, like it's so funny. I want them to make like a shots. I want them to make a Netflix doc on like whoever like leaked the Warriors video to TMZ and like the whole beef. Like, why didn't Draymond want to go out to dinner with Poole after, or like what Poole said to him? Like, oh, I don't think they win at all. I hope they don't. They're like, I I think they're the teams, man. All right, let's go. What, who you got next? Here? I have the Suns. And honestly, this – I'm not big on the Suns. As far as regular season, I think they'll finish, like, top three. Playoffs, I think a team's going to figure out pretty easily how to stop them. We saw the Nuggets. Like, yeah, Booker and KD had to score 80 to win two. But after that, they're like, all right, this we're not doing this anymore. Like, and they – it yeah, wasn't too KD, difficult to right. stop them. It's like you basically put two on one of them. And it's like, let's make Josh Akogi beat us. I think it's funny. It's game one, and they're already load managing Bradley Beal. Is he not playing? He's not playing tonight. Um, We talked last time, too. Like, Booker and Beal aren't the best facilitators, which is crazy for, like, me to say, talking about NBA players. But, like, they're still going to win games. They're yeah. actually like Bull Bull could go crazy. Like KD could like give them some of some of the easy money sniper. And, like go wild. Like I like their role players. I honestly like how they got Nurkic. Like just he fits them really? so much better than Aiden. Just the, the drama. Mean, like, just how we were talking about the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, that's the part I agree with. I don't know if getting Nurkic, like like I think Nurkic oh. is just done. Like I don't think there's any redeemable quality. I, I didn't hate it as much as other people did because people were like, oh, Grayson Allen's just going to, like, shoot a 30-footer when he has KD. Oh, Beal he's like... so ugly, dude. I saw an <laughs> interview. He had, like, gray hair. But I don't think he's, like, a bad role player. Nasir Little, there's the 3 and D potential with him, if you can get that out of him. Yeah, he, he's a bust, low-key. He was so good. He, he was a uh, bust. They're, they're not going to win a damn thing with Grayson Allen on that roster. Well, Justice honestly, they're not winning a damn the thing. The biggest move, so much bigger than Bradley Beal, is Eric Gordon just being like, I don't need money. I'll just play for you. Yeah. That was huge. He was just in Houston so long, yeah. trying to be a veteran of these young kids, and they just were like, shut up, Eric. <laughs> but yeah, ultimately, it's they have KD, Booker, and Beal. How can I not say they're a title? But player? in a seven-game series, I feel like this Warriors team could beat them. Or in actually, a seven-game series... I'm definitely taking the Lakers and Nuggets over them. Warriors, we'll see how the season plays out. That's my thought. Okay, so the next team is the Lakers. Next team is the Lakers. Yeah. Let me to say it. Unbelievable offseason. I mean, unbelievable trade deadline as well. They completely just changed their team, gone to the Western Conference Finals, and then the moves that were made, like no one bidding on Austin Reeves still baffles me. Mm. The Lakers were I, able to sign him to the minimum like deal required for him. Mm. Of, I think it was four years, fifty-two. He, he. I saw an interview too. The Pistons were going to pick him forty-second. He said, no. but he he chose to go undrafted, go to the Lakers, blah blah blah. But they, the GM LeBron, like whenever he's on a team. 
that GM's job is just to comprise players around him. Like D'Angelo Russell saying he wants to be Derek White. Like everyone's going to change their role to win a championship. But like Charles Barkley and Shaq say on that shit, like AD is going to take, it's going to go as far as AD takes them. For sure. Like, and it's so, it's crazy. Like I said earlier, this was his 12th season. How does he not have MVP? Like, Giannis is what I thought AD was going to be. Right. Yeah. Like, which is crazy. But I mean, the greatest AD we all saw was when like the trade rumors started. And then he was like going crazy. I remember that one. I think it was a Friday night game. Uh, it was against the Lakers. He had got like 50 some in like 19. Yeah. He's, some of his stat lines are crazy. Yeah. Um, but they're so deep. The Gabe Vincent signing is crazy. They so that's actually, the thing. I just want to highlight it, right? They they basically restructure the team, managed to get to the Western Conference Finals. Then they keep better. they keep everyone. Like Besides Rui's still here, D'Lo, Reeves. They uh, lost like Vanderbilt. Lonnie Walker. Yeah, Lonnie Walker. Vanderbilt I, was no. a cra- how'd they get Vanderbilt? That was Westbrook trade. Okay. So that, that was that same that he is trade so, that got that D they got D Because I know he was in the he was in the freaking Rudy Gobert trade. He was in the Gobert trade and then he yeah. went in the Westbrook trade where they got D as well. And then it's like they sign Jackson Hayes, who say what you want. I think he's a big you can put in the playoffs for a couple like five to ten minutes. Yeah. Um I'm I don't even want to mention him, but they got reddish. He's trash though. I would um, say this is the best team they've had with LeBron in LA. Or deepest. I'll go deepest team. Okay. Yeah, I can't hate. And then they get Christian Wood and Gabe Vincent. Crazy. Yeah. Christian Wood, like as a backup's crazy. Yeah. And then um Max Christie showed some oh, stuff last year. They still have, and they got a guy with the number 17th pick. Number 11? It was Jalen Hood Shafino, Indiana. Oh, that point guard from Indiana, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know why they took him. Um, yeah. But don't I know why, it. but, you know, it was a uh, – Let's talk about the best team. Uh, yeah, the Nuggets. Um, if you want to summarize the offseason, they lost Bruce Brown. Great. You just replaced him with Christian Brown, and you're good, honestly. But Jokic was destroying horse parlays all summer. Okay? Yeah. Jokic's horse was going off all summer. He was really sad to hear that he had to come back because they need him. I know. I think he left the finals MVP trophy in Denver. I bet he did. I bet he was like, why do I need this? Why do I care? What even is this? Um, Hands down the greatest passing big man of all time. I think he's reached that point. Look, I'm starting the narrative that he might be the greatest passer of all time. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy, but it's a lot of passes I see him do, man. (laughs) No. uh, yeah, it's I'm not gonna I'm not gonna proclaim it. I'm not saying he's my number one. I'm just saying there's a lot of stuff he does that I haven't seen guys do. And it's because of how long he is. There's a lot of passes he can make and his vision is just crazy. And I've never seen a guy increase everyone's ceiling as much as he does. Yeah, so sorry to interrupt, but the, um his stat line tonight was twenty nine points, twelve for twenty two, twelve rebounds, eleven assists. Yeah, he's he's probably out of shape in terms of like his body for the playoffs. He did not pick up a basketball until he had to report for training camp. That is a guaranteed fact. Yeah, and it's crazy. Like he's like this analogy. Like so, Tyson Fury beating Deontay Wilder. Like one guy's extremely ripped. Like yeah, scary. The other guy looks like he just got off the couch and somehow he wins. Like Jokic in one of the most like physically gifted leagues is somehow dominating everyone. Yeah. They have a great coach. They have deep team. 
Um, we'll see their bench this year, how they can hold up. I don't think they repeat. I don't think they even go to the finals. Yeah, I'm with you. So let's let's talk. Who who do you have coming out of the West? I, I know we both have the Celtics. We both have them winning. It doesn't matter who's out of the West. We I know we both have the Celtics. We both have them winning. But who do you think gets to the finals? It doesn't matter. The T- Portland Trailblazers. All right. You know, honestly, the Warriors, like, for the for Adam Silver to get more money, that repeat. But there's another team that would make more money. Lakers, I know. It could, the, honestly, that is the team I have. Yeah. When I watch the Lakers, though, they look, look sorry in games. And then they, like, put it together. And it's just, like, agony watching but i don't i don't know the suns like every team we've listed in this category for contenders has gone to the last four finals yeah suns warriors lakers are you trying to say there's a there's there might be a might maybe the thunder Thunder. coming in nah i think it's too early but no but i'm saying like Pelicans, Zion MVP. Look, I mean, if you told me you can guarantee me Zion is healthy the whole season and will play in the playoffs, I wouldn't hate someone saying that. I truly wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. agree with you, but I'm not going to fault you for it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just like can't. The Nuggets have the form. They have the Krabby Patty formula right now. And everyone's trying to get it. And they just play great team basketball. Oh, it's so there's fun a, to watch. There's this play. new guy, Wambam Yama, that can, like, act like he could – I want to see that Jokic matchup so bad. Yeah, he, he maybe slows it down. We'll see. I mean – But Jokic doesn't have to score to, like, be impactful is the problem. That's why people can't right. guard. So, I have Lakers-Celtics. Celtics winning. See, I think, like, how I would say, when we talked about the East, we were saying, like, it's top-heavy, but there's so many cooler teams in the West. But, like, I think the Celtics or the Bucks would beat any of the teams in the West in a seven-game series. Agreed. I Which is crazy to say. Well, yeah. No, but, I like, think, the I bottom right. teams, like, the Blazers would be so cool to see, like, against, like, the Heat or something. Not in the finals, but, like, I mean, Blazers have a chance of being in the plane if they're in the East, I think. They're making the playoffs. You're crazy. Goot's going to go crazy. I'm telling you. Can we admit, though, like the NBA is rigged? Wait, why? Or do you not believe this? I don't believe the idea that, like, there's some secret motive for things to be fixed. Yeah. Now, I rigs different from like maybe a team has like an advantage. Like, for instance, there are certain games where I know the refs are trying to have another team win. Yeah, I I agree with that. But to me, I don't think it's like you know Chiefs Bengals last year. I don't think it's like all right, Joe Burrow, you can't score this many points or whatever right like i just don't see it like it's scripted i don't see i don't believe in that yeah i just think it is like it does get a little like crazy like how the lakers just win by seven they hit a three at the end the spread was set or like something like that oh the spread stuff is wild yeah it's crazy like how are the odds you know but but then at the same time, there's certain ones where it's like, you know, New England minus one and a half, and they lose 34 nothing. Right? Like, no, of course, of course. But and, it really, it's a computer system. They try to predict the game, and it's extremely accurate. That's why sometimes it spreads be like four and a half, and it's five points. Right? I remember the COVID year, I think I bet on. I want to say it was the Jazz minus like four and a half versus the Nuggets and Jamal Murray right before the buzzer just hucks up a 35 foot three and it goes in. I lose the spread. I remember this game actually. Yeah. Um, 
I just want to say this because I saw this too, and we were talking about like Jared Vanderbilt getting traded twice, and now he's on a great team and fits them well. It's going to help him. But I saw this video on Instagram, and it was like, what happens if like when you broke up with your girlfriend, it was like an NBA trade? It's like you're just like <laughs> sitting on the couch, and you're like, you like Ashley in Oklahoma just traded me to Lauren in like Southern California. Or something like because that's really how it happens, and it is yeah. crazy. Like, will these teams' trades finally pay off? Like, technically, the Celtics are still cursed from the IT trade, and I feel like this is our final branch out. Like, the Lakers had some like the Lakers blowing up the whole Lonzo Brandon Ingram thing. Did they just sacrifice to get that one ring? Like, a lot. We'll see. We'll see these narratives come true or not. I think the Lakers trade was already a win. Once you get a ring, I think the trade is officially a win. I get it. Oh, they have all these picks, blah, blah, blah. Man, like, they want a ring. That's the whole point of it, right? That's why you make these trades. It's to win a championship or it's to rebuild. But, like, if you told me the finals would be Celtics-Lakers right now, I wouldn't watch the season until the finals. Because like, that just doesn't really interest me. Celtics, Lakers, like, bronze. One of the greatest rivalries of all time no, to know. see who gets 18. Because whoever wins has the most championships as a oh, franchise. Shit. That is true. That is true. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm just excited. I do. I think the Celtics or the Bucks beat anyone in the West. I agree. I will say, though. Denver's a team I do not want to play if I had a choice. Mm. I would I'm... much rather play those other three title contenders than the Nuggets. I don't know if I'd want to play the Suns. I would much rather it than the Nuggets, though. I mean, realistically, they are those... not Rob anymore, which sucks. Rob, like, would but shut like, down. For real. If I'm being honest, Jalen Brown and Tatum have been great covering, like, KD in their careers. Yeah, yeah. Like, as far as covering oh, right, Durant. Right. And, like, like as a, from a matchup standpoint, Suns I'm not worried about at all. Yeah, they're not deep. What, Porzingis is going to get bodied by Nurkic? Come on now. Come on, man. Porzingis, man. But this is – we're about to make history. It should be fun. Thank you, Brad Stevens. Thank you, Brad Stevens. And thank you, everyone, for listening to this. Hope you enjoyed. I'm sure Ryan will be coming back on frequently when we talk about the NBA season. Maybe go crazy um, from the Celtics after like three games or something. (laughs) But appreciate you doing it, Ryan. Of course. Thank you to our many fans across the globe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. Tune in next time, people.